It's recording. Recording. Now, hey. we head over to Chippenham now for a final portion of We Hope It's Chips. Chips in the bag. So, Forch, it's the final chips. Again. It's the final portion of chips. The last scoop of last chips. Scoop, bag of scrags. Scrumps. We, it would, it's, I would say scrumps. Now, this is the... If you're listening to this, you're listening to take two of the it's the second final chips. We had a... We did the recorded the final portion of chips last night, didn't we, on Sunday? Yeah, you know? yeah. That was the yeah. greatest episode of chips you'd ever recorded. It was an absolute fucking umdinger. And we thought, why is it that we're why end it there? And then um and then he's, he's right at the end. I went to press the record the button to stop it recording and, it and gave press the record option. button. It gave me the option to record it. <laughs> To the computer. So this is like, it, was, uh, it was an emotional is, finale. We were crying and everything. And yeah, this is a. Uh, it's like that song by Jack Black on it. It's tribute. It's not the greatest podcast in the world. It's just just a tribute. This one. Well, no, we had the guests we had as well that we can't. Oh, have. mate, unbelievable. We had. Um, well, it was an absolutely star fucking spangled affair. It was. We had. It was on. We had first of all. We had. Um, uh, the guest who was fucking Dolly Parton appeared to wish us well. Um, yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah, he all come the on. all the all the Bonds that are alive and all the Doctor Who's I think came in. I think it was all of them. I think there was even um, through a medium we had William Hartnell talking to us um, from the afterlife, and he uh, didn't really seem to know what the fuck was going on. But it was nice of him to. <laughs> to do that. It was an absolutely star-studded affair. Fucking Ryan Gosling and um, Britney Spears' dad allowed her out to participate. Was it Ryan, was it Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds? The one that was Deadpool. That, that's Ryan Reynolds. That's Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's, it a bit like the Hollywood, it's, it's a bit like the Hollywood Chris's, isn't it? It is not all like the There's board, a fucking lot of Hollywood Chris's. Well, the Corey's, they were both here, actually. Not the dead one, but the one who was in Goonies. Oh, the nutty one. What he sells his toenail claw. He was telling us like over. <laughs> well, yeah, we told Zoom you last night because he was a guest on. We hope it's chips. It was a absolutely absolute ga- a galaxy of stars. Yeah, but uh, none of them are free to. We said, so no, we said to him. We said to him, look, don't sign anything. This will live on in posterity. You don't need yeah. to sign anything. Take any photos. Well, he couldn't and, uh, find anything because it was all distanced, obviously, because we're still in lockdown. So it was all over Zoom and everything. But yeah, it was no, we could have screenshotted it. Um, especially, wow. especially when we had both remaining fucking Beatles on here doing like an acoustic session with the two. <laughs> of the I mean, they, Jesus, they, were doing it, they, would, they did a medley of songs. They did like they did Pipes of Peace by Wings and they did. Uh, won't get fooled again by the Who, and they did stick a cross up a nun's cunt by Gigi Allen and the AIDS Brigade. Um, I, thought, I think I said we should record that, but then I thought we thought like no, it'll be it'll no, be sick of seeing it. I think McCartney at one point went, "Look, all this unreleased, never heard before shit I brought in." Played that. It was five hour podcast we did. I've never heard that version of Mullah Kintara with all the blue language in it. 
Is there a version of Mullican Tire? Well, like what he did last night, where he was saying fucking piss every other word in it. That was that was still, they must have changed it for the radio. Certainly not the one that I on from me. Right. Is that the first Christmas number one you can remember? No, first Christmas number one I can remember would be probably um probably Band Aid, I reckon. What, you can't remember a Christmas number one before nineteen eighty five? Before nineteen eighty four. Um eighty four. No, there was I don't think there was like a Christmas themed one. Born in seventy eight. Yeah, there must um, the fucking Slade must have been knocking about. Well, I might have heard it and not been aware of who the fuck it was. Well, in eighty four, that album come out, that compilation is what with there was Band Aid come out in eighty four, and then they released the now Christmas album, which I still <laughs> play in the shop now at Christmas time, even though it's got it's got Gary Glitter on it, but it's not no fuck. No, thing is, no cunt knows under the age of thirty five what any of Gary Glitter's songs sound like. So if anyone if anyone was to no one notices, if anyone was to go who's that, I'd just go fucking Alvin Stardust in it. I don't know. Anyway, the weather. <laughs> so when it goes na 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 Christmas, another rock and roll Christmas, another Christmas. I haven't heard that for a fucking long time. Well coming off your air cut Christmas time with a shot of presents hanging from the tree. You'll never guess what you've got from me. I wouldn't like to fucking imagine. We wouldn't, well, we wouldn't like to find eight roll. The wrong fella uh well i was we were saying last night to avoid there's always the confusion every time gary glitter comes up people go is he in jail or is he dead and what they ought to do is jail him and have him murdered in prison and then that just makes it easier there's a judge just go do you know what we're gonna i can't be fucked with all the business of what people wonder whether you're in jail or not in jail and that's what we're going to sentence you to death just on that proviso yeah, and Rolf as well. Just so, but just so, just to draw a line under it, just so it's not what happened. He's just fucking dead or in jail. Shove him in jail. Kill him in the skip out the back when they chuck the nonces and the, the cycling bit. Oh, the nonce, the nonce skip. Him with all the jaggedy nails. Yeah, broken glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soap <laughs> with razors in it out the back of Pentonville. They got the thing says like nonces, no plastic. Just nonces, tin cans, one bit, general waste, nonces, cardboard. That's what I said. That's the bins. Uh, surely it's nonces in the, the jaggedy rocks. I think they're quite particular. I remember reading Mad Frank's prison memoirs, and he was taught, so like, oh, me and Reg, of course, we was on bin duties, and we had to take out the nonces. I said to Reg, course, they don't halfway a bit to these here nonces. Or something like what? Anyway, I didn't read that. I forget. I forget which Mad Frankie books I've read and which I've imagined in like bizarre lucid dreams. So anyway, it's the final. It's the final chips, and it's the what we I posted earlier on Facebook about that. With this, there was final chips, and some people were saying that why the final one? Of course, we've been we've been cancelled. Of course, for um, another episode that was. Uh, that we, you can't find because of reprehensible content. As a result of that reprehensible episode, we've not only been cancelled, but Andrew Neil phoned us up, didn't he? Within yeah, 10 yeah, we're going to be being cancelled, and we're going to be doing a children's puppet show on Saturday mornings on GB News. Oh, uh, yeah, and we're going to be showing like alt right cartoons of that fucking frog thing, and that is going to be a bit like Mallet's Mallet, but with unnecessary right wing overtones. 
So that's what we're going to, we're, we're, we're not, we've not been cancelled. We're not going to be on GB. We're not going to be on GB news. We are just, um, we are um, going to, we are just. Gonna... I like the way, you, I like the way you put that qualifier in. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to GP News. No, we've refused the 10 million bidding war. That's why they got Piers Morgan instead. Oh, Christ. Instead. Do you know what? If anybody wants, really wants to know what Piers Morgan is like, just look at that Have I Got News For You clip of him. You're Tells just you talking about madness. No, I was talking about the Have I Got News For You bit. Right, let's talk about the news for you one first. The the high uh, have I got news for you bit where it basically he gets wasted by everyone and he thinks he can keep up with he thinks he can keep up with uh Hislop and Merton and Dayton it was at the time. And he just he just comes out of it just looking fucking awful. And after that they should have just gone pissed. What no, nobody wants to see you. It was awful, embarrassing, and it just tells you everything you need to know. He was vaguely threatening. He was whinging about his privacy. Coming from Piers Morgan. I mean, this was at the time he was fucking putting long lenses in people's houses. Well, he was out hacking phones and pretending soldiers had pissed on people and all that kind of thing. I saw a story on Facebook the other day. I don't know whether it's true or not, but I'm going to repeat it anyway. But there was apparently a celebrity banger race in 1992, and he was in a he got a car and he was going to race in it. And just before they did the start, I think Madness had a car that was next to his, and they were like presumably all fucking piled in there, like the ant hill mob. And they just come out, presumably doing that fucking walk they do at the barber shop in the one step beyond. <laughs> tipped his tipped his fucking car over on its fucking roof, and then everyone else just fucking fucked off. And he was apparently he was not not only not on his upside down like a fucking turtle but apparently the other cars were clipping him on the way back round yeah he's, I, don't want to dwell on, I don't want to I don't want to dwell on Piers Morgan but it's it's, it's it's like you just wonder how he's such he's done so much reprehensible shit he's just why does he keep getting chances well he has I mean he phoned me up to be on the final chips Yesterday, so he wanted, to be, said he wanted to be on there, and I said, like, I said, regardless of my personal feelings about you, Piers, like, for like, like, we both we both think you're a cunt. I said, but Forch really thinks you're a cunt, and I wouldn't advise you to even go on Zoom with him because he feels so strongly about you, and he was uh, he was very disappointed not to be on the on the thing because, of course, Cowell and Sharon Osborne and uh, Cheryl. Cole were all on here. The other like people from the X Factor and Britain's Got Talent and yeah, Amanda Holden and that. We shouldn't have fucking invited Les Dennis. With, with, we need well, a bit tense, term. wasn't it? A bit tense, a little bit of tension there. Well, they just kept coming in. They kept sticking their head through the fucking window like in Noel's house party. Right? <laughs> <laughs> sticking his there. head through a hole in the wall going, mm, at us. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, not when I didn't have Noel, no, but we did, Steve. It was, they were just coming out of the woodwork, the celebrities. But yeah, no Piers Morgan, no. No, I put him in a bigger bin than uh, than Noel Edmonds. You'd have like another slot in your yeah. waste bin next to the, what would that be, next to glass bottles, jars? Yeah. No ceramics, but 
first Morgan. So how long have we been doing chips now? How long is the, is this oh, the uh, portion? When was the first portion of chips? First portion of chips uh, was 2015, I think. That is correct, I believe. It was 2015. And this was, well, we started this. I'd just, this is before I started barbering, wasn't it? This is when I'd just um, come back from, I'd been living in Scotland for yeah. this child year. So what? Eating wimpies. Yeah, well, I mean, my wimpy Tuesdays in Kilmarnock. It's the sole activity that I did in because there's spoons I went to a couple of times, but like, oh. um, and went to Wimpy. It was, it was it was quite good because you had to if you could brave the feral kids. It was over the road to my house. It was like a bowling alley, like a little fucking Namco thing. Yeah. And there was like a Wimpy in there, and you had to go. There was loads of there was like a whole oh, loads of fucking like feral Neds in there hanging around the arcade bit. So you had to like fucking front it. To get What's a Ned? That's a, a Scottish. It's a non-educated delinquent. It's saying Scott is basically like a sort of young, a young tough, a young street tough, a young street kid. A delinquent. Would that be a, would that be a roadman? A roadman, Forch. Would that be a roadman? I've been learning the fucking kids' lingo this week. What's a roadman, Forch? I've never heard of such. So are they those fellows that unload amplifiers and stuff for? Uh, Roadman is, uh, I was talking to my kids about it because I like winding my kids up and trying to look. Well, I think me and you had a conversation. We were going to do some writing about the youth of today. That's and uh, we wanted to find out what the fucking kids are talking about because it is another language. Yeah. And uh, I was, I've got a, a young stepdaughter. She's, she's 17. And I thought, I went on the internet and I found out all these phrases and I thought I'd, I thought I'd try them out on my 17-year-old stepdaughter. It didn't go down well. So, um, so what were some of these these hip young phrases? that you... Right, if I said to you... Uh, Roadman's Galden is Peng and he's got some bare peas. I've heard what of this... That- well, I've heard of this bear business before. Well, uh, I think I've heard of Pang. Was it wasn't Rogue Pang Man. like an arcade game? Right. Let, let, me, let me let me let me start at the beginning. <laughs> a rogue man is um, a guy in a puffer jacket with big trainers who talks in a London patois, but not Cockney. Right? Not Cockney, but London. Is Gal- is Galden is his girlfriend. Peng, she's pretty. Right. Bear means lots. Now, when they say bear, me, I know it means lots, but is it bear as in like the big furry mammal or bear as no, in un- bear as in naked? So it is unabashed. Yes, yeah, it's, it's naked. He's got naked cash. Bear pe- peas is money. That's quite good, that, actually, isn't it? Bear. It is quite good. Unadorned. Thing, it's obviously unclothed. The thing, the thing is, I was saying it to her all day yesterday, and she hated me, and <laughs> getting really annoyed and embarrassed, and I couldn't help myself. It's moorish. You want to use it more. I can't wait for the pubs to open so I can start saying it. It's random. 
<laughs> we've been, we been down the old road using some of this like street slang and yeah yeah i'll tell you what we'll look fucking we'll we'll look fucking cool mate harry he'd know all of this he'd be able to cut off a comment i don't know if he would actually he'd think he's harry harry you'd think he'd say things like bear pain blood and that but he doesn't really he's pure chipanese yeah this thing he's he'll tell you loads of fascinating facts about the fucking it'll be like the it's like if Mojo magazine was being edited through the medium of a drunken teenage boy, because he'll be like, he'll go on like a thing, he'll have like listened to all the police albums or something. You'll get like a fucking rundown of Regatta de Blanc or something like that. They should have him on on the fucking radio reviewing records. Seriously. They should have him on the radio doing anything. They should have him on the fucking radio. They should have him on the bloody um, fucking... They should have him editing the fucking Q magazine or whatever. That's finished, isn't it? Or, yeah. Is there, any music mag- is there any music magazines left? Yeah, but, like, fuck buying them, because you can get any... You can access all information on the internet, can't you? So that's all their fucking efforts rubbished right off the bat, isn't it? Yeah, it's... I, I, did you oh, I, I buy Viva Rock now and again. Mojo's still going, isn't it? You get a free... DVD with it, don't you? Yeah. Well, you or am, free- I, am I thinking like am I twenty years too late? Well, no, you, you still get free CDs. They get really good free CDs. But I got I don't fucking play CDs except like in the in the car with Sarah's car and, and like I just I, I just have I've, I've vinyl on in the shop and I've Spotify on when I'm walking around getting me steps in. I've got well, I told you what happened when I when I um I bought my van, didn't you? Didn't I? Well, you told bought, me. You should tell the. Lady well, I went out. I went out and bought van. a fucking new, a new van for work because I drive around a lot. Hmm. And about that time, um, Dell had passed away, and Keith was selling all his CDs. And uh, and he's a mad eclectic mix of music, and uh, really fucking interesting. He left the um, the list of the CDs in the in the behind the bar in the pub. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, whose CDs uh, were they again? They were they were uh, Dell's. He's a, a a guitar player. He's been in loads of bands. Good friend of um, oh god, what's his name? Oh my god, he used to come in. He used to come in the old road a little bit. This and, isn't um, the guy that you and Sue accidentally bought a paint. Sue accidentally bought a painting off at an auction. No, what the fuck was that? Hang on. There was a, there we'll was that, there was that thing. There was the the thing. There was like a tribute to a guy down at the Consty Club who'd been in loads of bands. There was like a like a all day no, festival in his honour. And they had a big painting of him. And then didn't Sue accidentally fucking buy a oil painting? The thing is, I still don't know how we got out of that because we were we were bidding on it just to up the price because it was for a charity and then it got to something ridiculous i said go on then one more and we fucking won it i can't remember whether we paid some money to get out of it and they put it up again i think that's what we did this was someone he didn't know wasn't it as well yeah this this wasn't dell but or at least anyway. not well enough to have a painting of them in your oh it was fucking we're not, we're, not, we're not we're not taking the piss out of the painting or the event or the person it's just the fact that as a disclaimer, it's just the fact that Sue and Forch like accidentally 
bought this thing and caused like a sort of curb your enthusiasm style situation because there would have been people that like re- that like that would have like deservedly wanted it and by I think it went up to, I think it was about it was about 150 quid Oh, that as well. Do you know what I mean? As well as the awkwardness, that's expensive awkwardness. Yeah, and it was like fucking hell. How, how are we going to get out of this? I think we might have paid. I think we might have paid some money, but to just for them to put it back to rebid it again. I think we might have paid. I might have had to fucking shell out like fifty quid or something for them to put it up again. How did we get out of MC and Aner's fiftieth birthday down there as well on the Consty Club? We had some near escapes with. Odd situation, did, didn't we? Yeah, no, we still that was we did do anus party though, didn't we? No, we didn't. We did um I did the thing with the scooter club. That's right. And I put <laughs> a um uh I fucking entrusted the MC and I didn't didn't perform myself, I entrusted the MC into that to a comedian who's now fucking who is fucking very act I'm not gonna name who is very actually cancelled uh-huh. from the Circuit for a poor for a poorly off stage behaviour and um, keep me in the fucking tell fucking Tony that next time I see it, next time I see him. But it was um anyway um yeah there was but this was Aina wanted us to perform a live chips at his birthday party. Yeah, we got out of that big time. Yeah, as much as we always doing that. As much as we love Aina, there was no good was going to come of us attempting to do that. No, that would have ended in fucking lots of tears. Probably mine. Yeah. Not again. No disrespect <laughs> to Wayne or this, but this just was. This would have been a foolhardy. A full you said yes bench. to that. Did you say yes to that, or did I say yes to that? I think we both. Did we, I think we both did because we were pissed. We were, 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 were we pissed and cornered by him. I think we were pissed and thought it was a good idea. That's how pissed we were. Yeah. And then we had a moment of uh, clarity. Yeah. The next day. How are we going to get out of this? Just don't mention it ever again. Yeah, luckily. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I bought all these fucking, but going back a bit, I bought all these fucking CDs off of Keith. Yeah. I thought, right, I'm going to play these in my new van. Got my new van. Thought, right, where's the fucking, uh, there's no fucking CD player in my van. So I've got, I. they don't make fucking vehicles now with, Things you can play physical stuff on. Well, I got. Do you know what? I, I bought the the beginning of lockdown too. I dropped my yeah. phone. I was outside the. I was outside the walking past the Rosie to go and do my steps, and I got my phone out to put some Spotify on. And some fucking clown in a fucking in a fucking bubble jacket. So a roadman, yeah, like, <laughs> fucking, fucking past me. And I dropped my phone and fucked it. And it, it was about the like the twelfth time I dropped it in the space, like a couple of months. And it was one day, the phone was just sort of like, like, sorry, well, that's your fucking, that's all I'm fucking having. And I got a new phone. There's no fucking bastard headphone socket in the phone. I had to get wireless headphones. No, you don't. You just get. You just what are you on about? Wireless no, There's got? nowhere. There's nowhere on this phone. Here's the phone. There is nowhere to plug your phone. I got it out. I went for a walk. I thought, right, now I right. need a bit of music. And I right. Like, I this, is, this, is pure, this is purely visual. This is purely visual. But you get that. Where's it gone? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. No, I've got no, 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 no. See, so it won't even fit in there. What I've got is I've got a 
and they, and they work fine now. I've got Bluetooth, um, Bluetooth headphones, but it's just one more thing I've got to charge up. And I think that uh, Apple should be fucking ashamed of themselves, quite frankly. Well, I've got headphones that have, they come with a phone. Are you sure yet? Have you looked in the box? There was no fucking headphones, Forge. Are you sure? I was absolutely... I've never been more sure of anything in my life. I what just thought I could just shove a pair of fucking gummies in them. Have you got an 11 or a 12? I've got no idea, mate. <laughs> it's a newer phone. It's small. Are you sure you've looked at I, I, I bet you there's headphones in the box. Because I, when well, I open my there's box... No, there's nowhere no to, no to put the bastards for it. So I think there's you, two speakers... <laughs> There's you plug them into the charger. You plug them into the charger. There's, no, there's uh, nowhere to fucking put uh, it, man. No, uh, that's headphones. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, maybe. Anyway, let's get back. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought I got wireless headphones. I went, oh, I got a wire. I'm not paying fucking eighty quid for wireless headphones. Fuck that. No chance. I'll be fucking gone in a day. Dorothy, you'll eat them. I'll have well, chewed up. I'll have chewed up fucking headphones. Anyway, going back to classic chips. What's your favourite episode? You can my remember. My favourite episode. I quite. I'm quite a fan of the shredded wheat one. That was the the second or third. The first episode. We should talk about the first episode of chips before yeah. we do. Yeah, we, we had we had guests. We and did. We made some uh, production errors. Well, the first episode of Chips was in um, this. This was like so. We started doing this. This was um, Sarah's suggestion that we did a podcast that was an extension of our um, pub conversation. I think the most recent one we'd had that was about old adverts. We were talking about the um, the Bird's Eye Steakhouse Grills advert with the workies in the van and they're yeah. coming home from our day on a building site of being flying pickets or whatever in the 80s and Ricky Tomlinson fucking belting fucking coppers on a picket line and all of that kind of thing. And then they, um, they're like speculating about in, presumably they've like worked out this song to the tune of like K Sarah Sarah and like thought like we've like, we will learn this. And then every night we can just do this as like a thing to speculate about what we're going to have. I got, I got, I got an interesting digression about uh, K Sarah Sarah. Go on. When I was about 12, I read a book by Clive Barker. He wrote Hellraiser. Yeah. Shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been reading it. And it was the story was called The Yattering and Jack. And uh, it was about what? this. It's called The Yattering. A, a Yattering is like a little demon, little devil. And he's trying to get this fucking bloke, Jack, to, to go to. He's trying to he's trying to fuck him over and make him sell his fucking soul or something. Anyway, the point of the story is every time this yattering does something, like kill his cat or make his fucking microwave explode. What? He says, Jack says, as I thought at the time, says J Sarah Sarah. And for years. Every time I read that book, I read it as Chase Sierra Sierra. It wasn't until I heard the song K Sarah Sarah, I realized the bloke was saying K Sarah, not Chase Sierra Sierra. And I was just fucking. It's <laughs> not that Francis, but the Francis Bacon thing that comes up on Facebook oh, mate, every now and again, doesn't it? Brilliant, that Francis. Yeah. 
Knowledge is power. France is bacon. The other, the only other one I've done like that is, um, is it a posh restaurant once with this girl, really classy girl, and I was going, I was looking at the menu, going, what are these fucking all, all's de Uvers? She was going, you what? <laughs> what are fucking all's de Uvers? She looked at me and went, hors d'oeuvres, and then it made perfect sense. You must have had stuff like that, surely. I'm always, I'm always fucking doing it with things because I sort of see foods and then I've, not, I've never like pronounced them. So it's like, like chorizo's one of them as well. Uh, we couldn't even pronounce uh, what's that stuff that's like rice but not rice? Not. We used to say, no, quinoa. Quinoa. Yes, quinoa. What was it? Quinoa. 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 Yeah. yeah, we used to say quinoa. quinoa. It's quinoa, isn't it? Quinoa. Is it? What's what's how do you spell how do you pronounce chorizo there? Is it like chorizo or something like that? Chorizo, chicken and chorizo paella. Yeah, but it is chorizo though, isn't it? I think it's chorizo. I think it's like chorizo or something. I can't. Well, I what's the one, what's the one when you go into uh, Subway and have chipotle? Chipotle. Chipot- is it chipotle? Is it chipotle or chipotle or chipotle? Chipotle. Is it? Chipotle, yeah. Chicken. I, I just say I just wouldn't order it. I'd just have a meatball fucking marinara. I, no, I, I just say that. I just say give me that some of that southwest sauce. What's another one that I've I've well, I'm forever fucking doing this kind of kind of shit. Um there was this woman that worked at fucking old woman that worked at Iceland when I worked there in the nineties. One of the till women, and she did like the like it was a fucking hard day anyway. Pronunciation that made me want to fucking end my own fucking life. She goes, she does the till bus. She goes, can you get me a price for these broccoli florets? <laughs> broccoli florets. Broccoli. Was she trying to be Bro- posh? Broccoli florets. It's not not one trying to be poshed. It's broccoli florets. Well, there's that uh, there's a, there's that one on Facebook at the moment. The man get out. Yeah, the mange too. Yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> according to Viz's Profanosaurus, you're supposed to say that if you're watching a pornographic film with someone and there's like a 69 in it, you're supposed to turn to the other person and go, "Mange two rodders." It's like a comical thing what's the thing that is that my, my old man used to work with a guy called fucking james james riddle but like spelt riddle but he used to pronounce it demand it was pronounced riddell. Riddell. james <laughs> riddell not jimmy riddle of course <laughs> james riddell. riddell and there's is there not like a guy in chittenham called taft death that was like, what did it pronounce? Like Taft Diath or something like that. His name was fucking Taft Death. What a, what a fucking belter of a name that is. Taft Death. No, didn't he put an apostrophe between the A and the E? Diath. Taft Diath. Taft Death's fucking cracker, though. Like fucking no Welsh independence. What are you going to do about the English? Well, we're going to fucking Mark Drakeford's going to get on the phone to Taft Death and he's going to go over to fucking London and fuck shit up. Taft Death. Yeah. Can I just say, sorry about that fucking digression. First episode of Chips. Well, we can always carry that on in the next episode. Anyway, so um, the first Chips was in the 
was in the week, of course, so we call it We Hope It's Chips. And I said to Sarah, can we have a logo that looks like the McCain Oven Chips logo? Because I'd got my fucking adverts mixed up. And it took about six episodes before I realised what I'd done. It should have looked like the Bird's Eye Steakhouse Grills logo. Yeah, but I, I disagree with you on this. I think the logo was fine. Because it's that's, chips. That's McCain... That's a different advert, a different fucking song, isn't it? That's the yeah, but, but yeah, but when you phone me up, you go, uh, "Should we do an episode of chips tonight?" Not an episode of Steakhouse Grills. Yeah, should we do some chips? So McCain, it, it, it's a fine logo. Sarah, if you're listening, it was a fine logo. It was a great logo. I just should have got. I should have got. It's the that's the one you see that and you think I'm a McCain of a chips fan. It's the woman in the. Lever is like, I'm a McCain of a chips fan. Great for the the fucking builders are like sticking their everything. They're going, great for the kids and the old man. Better than chips and the chip fans. Because 40% less fat. And then the family are all fucking scoffing these chips. And the dad's like, McCain of a chips really taste great. Gone like a flash of my plate, mate. And the like fucking trendy new romantic daughter's like, chips are right, bang up to date, mate. And the mum goes like, sort of goes like, conspiratorially because 40% less fat than the audience because if they got wind they were 40% less fat they'd lose their shit and trash do you think that all do you, do you think that all should was she just talking to the bloke outside advertising floor like that on the window yeah what fucking advert was that the floor advert when that bloke with his nose like that <laughs> <laughs> You can't see this. You can't see this. Oh, fortunately, <laughs> doing the fucking thing. You know, that was like what was that, mate? Cut the and it, he's sat in floor through the window, and his wife's ignoring him. She's ignoring you, mate, because you've got your fucking nose on the window, going. <laughs> you fucking bell end. You can't see you doing the fucking face at home, Forge. <laughs> Well, just put this, you just do your uh, nose like that, like you press it up against the window. Stop fucking doing it. Press print screen. Press print screen. I don't, I, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to fuck about with it. Uh, I don't want to fuck about it. We lose it now. Christ alive. I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not doing it again. The moment's gone. Forge, take a selfie of you doing that and send it to me so we can publish it as an extra. Floor. Get me floor. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't it? You remember the advert, though, don't you? I'm not just plucking out of fucking thin air. I'm just imagine that. There was an advert. <laughs> wasn't there? He started fucking doing it. I remember the guy yeah, going, we... going tunes, whatever the blocked. Up. I'll have a second glass and dig it to Nottingham, please. That one. Yeah, you need tunes. You need tunes. Tunes, yeah, he didn't do that, though. He didn't do that. <laughs> Anyway, we were still talking about we were trying to get us out of this fucking first episode. We can't even talk about it. I keep, I keep digressing. I apologise. Oh, so we did the first one at the New Inn, didn't we? That was that was at the yeah. time when it's twelfth and final season of the New Inn. It was, uh, it was like stepping back to nineteen fucking sixty nine, going back in there. It's like the Winchester Club, wasn't it? The New Inn. Yeah, it was. Um, it was bizarre. They never should have recast Lionel with Barry. And as much as we loved Barry, 
it was a bit like Ray. Da- I, I, I can. I don't. I've got nothing against Ray Daly, but he ain't Terry. No. Well, the thing with Barry is, we went, Barry, can we do a podcast today? He, go, he looked basically looked at us. Is it going to bring people into our pub? He went, well, yeah, maybe three or four. And he went, yeah, come <laughs> in, sit there. <laughs> yeah. Poor old Barry. He was like Hitler in the bunker. He was sort of, but not not a Nazi, but like besieged and in a bunker. Upstairs he was, Barry freezes. He's like the you know, like in war films where like the Nazis they go like they go, you will be sent to the Russian front. And it was like that was like the way the brewery had sent him to the fucking Russian front. That was upstairs. Up at, yeah. up at, up at, up at Lionel's was still being called Lottie. still being called it was never Barry's. It should have been Barry's really. Yeah. And we had, uh, we had some... the, 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 the pictures of horse races. It's one of those people has got pictures of horse races on the wall. Horse, yeah. uh, race horses. What the fuck am I talking about? Was well, like that playing of race horses like you'd see in like the office of like a chiropodist that was like connected to the organized crime? And the odd picture of a weird bull. Yeah. Yeah. Was that not those like... are that? Like a holiday yeah. souvenir. That's always like a bit of old school pub geezer chic, isn't it? Having a like a fucking bullfighting poster that's not been done with your name on it that you get on all. Someone brings you back from holiday in Torre Molinos or something like that. For full, yeah, just for that goes straight in the fucking bin. The full pub points that should be sent to you by a friend that is avoiding extradition for armed robbery. On the Costa del Sol, should send. Do you remember what we? Flamenco do you remember what we talked about in the first episode? Yeah, we we did some of the features. We so the Barry was Barry was in part of this. We got Barry involved in it, and there was Lex as well. He was a Chipman pub geezer of great standing. He's Lex looks like um, variously. He looks like Bob Carroll G's um, Magnum, Magnum Craven the Hunter. Um, Matt Hooper. <laughs> we still haven't Matt, figured out who he. That's not the same as no, Hooper. No, Matt. Fuck me, no, Matt Houston. I did this last night. Matt Houston. You were telling me about this last night. I've never heard of this fella, Houston. But it sounds like the greatest fucking thing ever. Well, it was a cross between um, Magnum and Boss Hog. And that's I've never seen the bloke in anything world. else. I'm gonna look this up this Tom. I didn't right, last time. Right. Gonna... Look, look, look up Matt Houston. I'm sure he drove uh, a Cadillac with horns on the front. Matt Houston, fuck me, he does look like Lex. Yeah, see, I told you. Let's have, let's have a look at the picture. Yeah, that's it. Told you. You thought I was fucking imagining it, didn't you? Matt Houston. A wealthy Texan moves to California to run the family business and dabble in crime solving. First episode, 26th September 1982. Final episode date, 29th of March 1985. Composer, Nelson Riddle. Um, Lee Horsley was Matt Houston. Pamela Hensley was CJ Parsons. John Apria was a tennisist that not a single cunt I've ever heard of in this. Exactly, Lee Horsley. Who the fuck is he? Someone called Sis Rundle. Penny Santon. I think it was one of those programs. Buddy Ebsen. He was the fucking, the uncle was Buddy Ebsen. That cunt was Jed Clampett. 
And he would have been the tin man in The Wizard of Oz if he wasn't allergic to the paint. He had some sort of shit fit from having the silver paint put on him. It's um, one of those shows where they, where you know the executives have gone, well, uh, Magnum's quite popular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah. is before Magnum, is, I think. Dallas. Magnum's starving him off. No, Magnum started in the 70s, didn't it? No, 80s. This was... Now, 7980, Magnum? I'm going to look that up as well, but I've just realised there's a guy in Matt Houston called Dennis Fimple. Well, of course there is. He's in everything. Dennis, Dennis Fimple was an American actor in Quantum Leap, apparently. Loads of cunts were in Quantum Leap. That's nothing to crow about. What are we talking about? When Magnum started. Magnum. Magnum P. the foot you get. Magnum. Magnum P.I. Magnum 40 and Magnum Opus, the things that come up when you put fucking Magnum in a uh, well, put Magnum PI. It's Magnum PI, wouldn't it? It's not. I was just almost interested in what the Magnum PI started in. Oh, there's a fucking remake that started in 2018. Yeah, I that one that's, re- I mean, that's really good. You can't get any f- where fucking. Ne- Do you know what the fucking? You put the Magnum PI in, and it's just all the results are about the fucking remake. We'll just put Tom Salek in. Well, I, I fucking. I didn't think I'd have to. I didn't think I'd bloody have to. Christ on a fucking bicycle. Magnum started in 90, right, in 1980. Yeah. Okay. There you go, see? It wasn't many miles out, was it? No, it ran until 1988. And there's fucking more than one person who looks like Lex in Magnum PI, not just um, my Orson fucking Wells was in an episode of it. Yeah, I would imagine he was. Gatman Crothers. He was in, uh, he was the Omnicron, wasn't he, in Transformers? Yes, he was. That was his last role. Unicron? Unicron, that's it. Yeah, that before he stuffed it. Was in that. So we had, like, Lex was, was, was like a guest on there, and there was Matt McCourtney was a guest on on there. I haven't seen him for a while. If you're out there, Matt, was like... Hello. Come, come, hello, Matt, and come, come down the tab for a draw. Not now, because we're fucking... Prohibited by law, but when we're allowed to, in 27, 2027 or whenever, then come and... What do we talk about? Paul Daniels? Yeah, we did the first twat or not a twat, Paul Daniels. The the twat or not a twat feature, we had to retire after a bit because they started dying after we put them on the... in the highest court in the land. Remember the Chegwin one? That was the longest twat or not a twat trial in the history of chips, wasn't he? He had about a 30-minute hearing, Keith Chegwin. I, I can't think. remember whether he said he was a twat or not. I think it was a mistrial. I think we were unable to reach a verdict. So if it was an actual trial, Chegwin would have been able to go home and he could have like, he could have stood on the steps of the court and gone, you know what, I am a twat. And there'd have been fuck all we could do about it because of double jeopardy. Yeah. But Paul Daniels was, Paul Daniels was found not guilty of being a... Twat. It was it was Terry Wogan was the first that we may have caused the death of. Yeah, he he died within. Um, I think the only twat or not twat who hasn't died yet is Noel Edmonds, isn't it? Well, he's indestructible. Is Noel Edmonds? He's got the that thing, the Spear of Destiny, that Hitler's always after in like wartime superhero comics. Noel Edmonds has actually got the Spear of Destiny. How else do you think you come back from the late late breakfast show debacle? Oh, yeah. Mike Smith. 
So all of that, when he married Sarah Green, that's what tells you there's no justice in the fucking world, Forge. Anyway, so that was, what was your favourite episode of Chips? Oh, I, I enjoyed the, the <clears throat> I enjoyed the Star Wars one we did and the Star Wars ripoff one we did when we had to watch um, Star Crash. We watched Flash Gordon, didn't we, as well? Yeah, do you know what? Yes, yesterday, I'm going to go on a digression now. Digress away, Forge. We we were talking for some reason. We were talking about Nikki Nikki Henson, and Nikki Henson got me thinking about those guys from the seventies who used to drive around in uh, Triumph Stags. Was it the car, soft top car? Because I've never, because I've never driven. I'm shit when it comes to cars. I know nothing. Or sp- you know what a Spitfire is, don't you? One of those seventies, sixties, seventies fucking little British sport cars. Spitfire's a fucking plane, Forge. From yeah, I know it's a fucking plane. It's also a car. But you okay. get those. Uh, just Nicky Henson just reminded me of that, and it would, from my brain went from Nicky Henson last night when I was trying to sleep. Went from Nicky Henson going, oh, Nicky Henson, all right, all right, how are you doing? To Jason Wingard, is it? Yeah, he was um, in, uh, he was in, he was Jason King most famously, but he was also uh, in uh, Flash, in Flash Gordon. Yeah, he was in Flash Gordon. And then all that was going through my head all last night was Gordon's Alive. Because Nicky Henson was mentioned and that where, that's where my fucking brain went. Well, that's Peter Wingard. It was, yeah, uh, it he's, was a, he's a Darth, Darth Vader character in um, Flash Gordon, isn't he? He's That's right. He's also, he's also a, a great favourite of um, uh, Mr. Freddie Valentine, who's a who's a friend of the friend of We Hope It's Chips, a friend of the podcast, a friend of and a friend of ours. So, a little shout out to Freddie there, who's a disciple of the. Do you think we should bring that type? Do you think we should bring that type of character back? The fucking medallion man in the the sports car. We exist as Freddie Valentine's one for one for a start. That's where Jason King lives on with Freddie, and there's 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 like been a few in there's a few in. We were talking about bringing medallion men back, weren't we? Mm. One point we could be medallion men this summer for if we find a some kind of promotion that does plastic medallions with petrol, we could be. Like um, not not lot seventies medallion men like Jason King, but like nineteen eighties medallion men. Well, we'd we'd need an XR3i convertible, leather trousers. I've got leather trousers. You've got leather trousers. Famously, leather trousers. I can't get anywhere fucking near them at the moment. I need to lose about two stone to get in them fucking things. Well, I was thinking of getting a tracksuit because I was watching. We were watching The Sopranos. Um, binge watching The Sopranos while we're locked down, and I, I quite fancy wearing a tracksuit with no shirt underneath it. So a medallion would go with that. Yeah. Like mafiosa style, you know? Yeah. The other the other favourite, my favourite one to list back, listen back to was, and not, but not take part in, was the Run For Your Wife one. God, well, this was this was like a favourite of mine, or at least a memorable one, where we thought we'd watch the worst British film of all time. Yeah. And 
God, it seemed like such a fucking wizard prang idea at the time, didn't it? Yeah, Run if you want. If you didn't listen to the episode, it's still up somewhere you can listen. You can listen to. It. But it was if, if we had if we'd have like been asked, we could have done like clips. We could have done like hey, some of your some of your favourite pieces of chips and. Run for your wife. You can buy it on D. It's the it's the lowest gross. It's the worst British film of all time. It's it grossed. It took six hundred pounds at the box office, and cost just shy of a million to make it. And it's the it's the feature film of the long running Ray Cooney farce. Run for your wife. It's got a fucking. This is how we got onto Nicky Henson because he was one of the many many extras, like well, extras like cameos. It's in Run for Your yeah. Wife. A preposterous amount of fucking cameos. And it's got Danny Dyer in the lead role, which is usually fine with me in a film. But this it was kind of fucking pushing it. And uh, um, I, I didn't Neil, Neil Morrissey. Yeah, we we should have mentioned this last night because both of those were on the final chips. Um, oh, Danny yeah. Dyer was like was he beamed himself in from the Queen Vic in character as Mick Carter to like wish us luck from our for our final chips and all of and all of that and the and the entire cast of EastEnders the rest of them and of Coronation Street and uh, Emmerdale wanted to but I don't, I don't fucking watch it. Um, so Even the cast of Eldorado got back together to say goodbye. Now there's a fucking thing. Oh, and I'll be in market. Remember that one? I'll be in market. Yeah, I do. I've got a, I've got an LP of TV themes I've, I've got in my collection. It's got the theme for that on there. It's like a wah, 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 do, 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 like a heart jaunty harmonica thing, isn't it? I've got a quick question for you. Shoot. How long before was it before you realised that Juliet Bravo wasn't the name of the fucking police inspector in fucking Juliet Bravo? An excellent question. <laughs> Quite a while, yeah. She was called, she was called, um, she was called Kate something, wasn't she? I think there was two. I think one of them left after a couple of seasons. That series, it's even half that did, didn't it? Oh fucking hell! It was kind of a forerunner to a. It was, it was a weird show that, if I remember rightly. I remember that. That takes me back to to Saturday or Sunday nights having me supper. I used to have a, a chicken leg and rice. Watch Juliet Bravo. Watch Juliet Bravo. I suppose it was a forerunner to your Sunday night claptrap telly, wouldn't it? Howard's yeah. Way is the one that always makes me think yeah. of Sunday. It's my mum having fucking Howard's Way on. Fucking oh, God. Howard's Way. It's a king Howard's Way. It's school tomorrow. And, but in the meantime, it's fucking Howard's Way. Ah, just fucking fills you with me with fucking dread. No, there was, there was what what's the sea-based one before that? Triangle. Do you remember that? No, you, might, you might be a bit fucking young for that. I've heard of it. But I think it was a ferry. Did it have Kate O'Mara in it? It was a ferry that went from fucking Dover to fucking north, northern France to fucking somewhere. Where was the other place? Bel- I know, just in my Bel- head. It's just that fucking... But it was supposed to be like... Uh, like It was supposed to be... Like all sexy and fucking sun sun kissed, but the, the fucking sun never came out. You'd have Kate Amara fucking sunbathing on the deck of this ship, and it'd be fucking hosting it down or just grey and foggy. 
just when you said Kate Amara, the fairy, there's that fucking joke in there, the like Jeth, like old school, like West Country Jethro thing, where there's the woman's like, oh, what the fucking, I'm going to fucking stow away on a boat. And these sailors like, oh, well, like you can stow away on our on our boat, but like you got, but like if as long as you like fuck us all every afternoon, one after the other, and then like after about like a month at sea, the captain comes down and he's like, what the fuck's going on here? And she explains and he goes like, yeah, fuck you. Fucking idiot, this is the Tor Point Ferry. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking an off color crude Jethro crude. just immediately fucking sprung to fucking mind with that talk of the fucking the glamour and the sexy fairy. I'm just fucking he said when Pen Burphy's fucking wife presumably went on the on the on the look and said, Ed, if you give us all I'll give us all on a portion every day. And oh dear. We were gonna go oh. to his, we thought about going to his club for my stag, didn't we, Jethro? That we've got a club in Oakhampton or somewhere. Yeah. We'd have never got out alive, mate. No, that would have been Possibly like the Wicker Man. One of us would have been hung up and strung up in a fucking. Yeah. I don't know. Strung. I weak. said strung. I said strung. I said strung up. <sighs> Apparently, if you see the real Denzel Pemberthy, he'll kill you so that you can't tell anyone what he looks like. That's what mm. I've heard. That if you see Denzel Pemberthy, it's like seeing your own doppelganger. You're like it means imminent death. If you're in Cornwall and you see Denzel Pemberth, but you wouldn't know what he looked like, would you? No one is apparently, but no one is closely, most closely guarded secret in the world is what Denzel Pemberthy looks like. Is it not Jeffrey's real name? No, his real name's Jeff Rowe, isn't it? He told he told us that last night when he was on the final chips that we recorded. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, did yeah. that. He did oh, an extended it? version of the tra- train. I said that train, that that train don't stop at Camborne Wednesdays. And they told us that joke. I don't think it actually happened. Nah. Well, he, started, he started at a quarter to 11 and finished at about quarter past one, I think. I don't think you could hold a grown adult out of a train window like that. I think he, I think Jeffrey might have been telling us a tall tale there. I reckon so. I don't believe it, I don't believe it happened to uh, his mate Pemberthy at all, who was there, wasn't he? But he had a bag over his head. And we were under strict orders not to remove the bag at this um, the final chips, which I've got, I've got uh, which I've, I can't seem to decide whether we were actually in person or on a massive fucking Zoom room with all of these people. Imagine it as you as you like. So that was um, so yeah, that was the run for your wife one. There was the we ate three shredded wheat and early chips as well. Yeah, that was good. That was a, that was it. Piss easy thing to do. Well, it's just fucking all brands stuck together, isn't it? Well, it's just fucking shite food. It was shit. Well, a bit of fruit on it, it'd be all right. But really, Weetabix, Weetabix, fuck it every time, I think. Oh, definitely, we, for sure. We ate them with ease, though, three shredded wheat. Um, what else would do we do? We did uh, um, some various, we had an aggro special. There was a Halloween special. Yeah, the Halloween special was quite was quite a good one with the. Uh, um, that was up at Lindsay's flat, wasn't it? That was the second location of chips. Yeah, upstairs yeah. at the Old Road Tavern. 
Yeah, the aggro special. Um, do we talk about boxing on that one? We talked about we were going to have before the final before we decided to do a final chips. We were going to do a, a Frank Bruno special, weren't we? Yeah, we can talk about a little, little bit about Frank now. Let's talk a bit about this because I see what well, I saw, we both saw a uh, I saw a documentary about Bruno and Tyson and I thought I know who'd like to watch that as well and that is Forch. So yeah, yeah. it was really well. it's really good, but I just don't like seeing Frank get hit. No, I was thinking about doing a reaction video of you watching him get hit. As much as I love Big Frank myself, I just wanted to, there was like a sudden moment of sadism in my head. Thought that. Give us a review of that documentary for It was on Sky. It's presumably still up there to watch. It was just called Bruno yeah. Tyson, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, I think um, it was good. Uh, it brought back a lot of memories of, you know, it's it's weird how as you get older, time distorts because I, it felt to me Frank Bruno had been around 20 fucking 30 years boxing but he, he his boxing career lasted something like 13 years it, yeah there was that weird bit on there where they said that they had the Tyson on Wogan they gave the date of that as 1984 and that's not that, yeah, that can't was, be right that can't be right because Wogan, be right. Never, Wogan never even had a show in 84 but he came on with the belts didn't he yeah so it would have been he 80 didn't, he, didn't, he, he didn't win all the belts until the end of 87 I think he won the first belt in '86, so they they fucked up their fucking dates. Well, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna but, prove this. I've just, if I can stop putting Wigan in by mistake, I'll find out about this. Wogan, no, I started in 1982. Wogan, yeah, and finished in 1992. Only ten years. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's, that's what on. I mean. Time, when you're that age, time feels like it's been on forever. My dad used to fucking hate it. We wish we'd get off of this because this is how we fuck. This is how we fucking killed him. Well, we can't kill him again. Do this, my dad got on like the fucking hours. I was watching that married at first sort of Australian. I thought that my dad would be an outrage when there was blo- when there was some scandal about blind date or whatever, and he was, and he was like, it was. He was, I don't think he was even on the telly. He was over the tea table. He was like, he was like, I read a thing in the paper. That blind date, I reckon it's scripted right down to the last fucking word. He was genuinely incensed by this. <laughs> yeah, it, might been, it might have been a scripted element, a blind date. The last fucking, there'd been some kind of shit had gone on that would be like the sort of thing that like now they'd force you to do it to make it a good program. It's something like someone like they like went on holiday and had a big falling out or like, um, summit like uh, oh fuck me! I'm surprised it's not a thing now. Blind? Well, they replaced it. They thought they thought blind dates too intellectual. I'll have that thing with McGuinness on it, didn't they? That yeah. Thing where he goes, no light, get- no like. It's like I can't bloody watch the thing. I don't watch the thing. I expect he. Well, was to, to, to think it's not for us. It's no, not for us, is it? It's, it's not. It gets it gets it gets Paddy McGuinness laid every week. So that's not. But well, he's married man. I'm sure, yeah, I was obviously joking. <laughs> Libel, lawyers, and all the... Uh, like, fuck, I never said that last night when he was on the final. Yeah. Um, we hope it's chips with the rest of the... Um, yeah, he was on a metaphorical door with uh, Peter Kay. But um, getting back to the Frank Bruno thing, when they came together at the end, Frank travels to 
um, America to just meet up and have a conversation with Mike Tyson. Yeah. And to, to see them both sat there, the age they are now, it just made me feel really fucking old. Well, I've always thought, so I'll watch this, I've always, since I was a child, since the year they're on a butt, I've always thought that Mike Tyson was a fucking bum of the first order. I've never liked the cunt. And if anything, I dislike him even more now. That has intensified um, intensified with age. I, th- I think he's a cunt. I think Tyson Fury's a cunt as well. He's well-named. He's a cunt named after a famous cunt. And is and that seems to make sense. Big Frank was a gentleman and one of the greatest figures of British sports. So I'm I'm entirely not partial with this documentary, and I just don't I just don't like Tyson. I, he's a great he's a good fighter, but he's just um, he's I, I believe he's a cunt. And uh, I, just, I told you that when he was when he went for a piss last night on the. <laughs> on the final chip didn't get recorded when he went for a pee when I just we, we, just be away for a piss now and I was like God he's a cunt isn't he and Frank was like Frank so was like yeah God I got to agree with you Will I always thought he was a cunt <laughs> he added and yeah whilst we're whilst we're on a boxing tip can we just uh, tip our hats to uh, marvelous Marvin who left yes we certainly we certainly can Forch you're uh, you're a fan of Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and I know you're a particular fan of um, well, his, of one of his fights in particular. Uh, well, I think the only good thing that to come out of uh, us losing Marvelous Marvin over the last in the last couple of weeks was his fights have all popped up on YouTube now because they're obviously getting a lot of views. Mm. And when I remember, it was late on in his career, it was two, three fights before he uh, before he retired. Was um, it was the first fight I think I ever watched and thought, Jesus Christ, they're fucking really at each other. Was uh, him versus Tommy Hearns in 1985. I mean, I put the first round up, didn't I, on you for you to have a look at on YouTube. You did. That's, it's, you reckon that's the best fight ever, don't you? Yeah, it's the it's the, it's, the, it's certainly the most intense, one of the most intense fucking three minutes of. Well, it's the best opening round of boxing ever. Some fights, some rounds of boxing might be better, but that's the best opening round. It's, I think they both realised boxing isn't going to work in this fight. We, I've just got to try and fucking bomb him out. And they were just throwing a haymaker after haymaker, mixing it up far away, close up. And that's the, that's the, that was a fight that opened my eyes to boxing. What was the and, fight uh, you were reenacting round in Nick's living room that we'd listened to on the radio and you were reenacting it and fell through a coffee table? That was uh fucking hell, that was Joshua Klitschko, wasn't it? We listened it to it. We we had it on the radio. We we, we wished we'd fucking order the pay-per-view when we'd heard it because it was a fantastic Do you know do you know what? I, there's there's something about listening to boxing <laughs> on the radio that works. If the commentator's right, it works and it sounds amazing. It's like being in an really? old film, wasn't it? We're like, okay, yeah. now, now, now Jake LaMotta now, taking take it to Joe Lewis, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's sort of like we're in a film in the early 1950s about cosh boys. And... Yeah, it is an interesting thing. Do you remember Harry Carpenter? Oh, when he used yeah. to, um, 
you know, Harry's mate, uh, Frank's mate, Harry. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, me and Harry. <laughs> Apparently, when the um, when he was commentating on a lot of the Ali fights and the Fraser fights and the, the Foreman fights in the uh, 60s and 70s, he'd already seen it or he already knew the result by the time he got to do the commentary because it wasn't like the satellite the, the satellite links weren't like they were now. No. So um, he'd probably get them a day later and they'd show him on Grandstand or or whatever, actually, he'd fight him and Reg Gutteridge or whatever. So, yeah. But he knew the results. So he's got to commentate on a fight he knows the results about, which is fucking bizarre when you think well, about it, isn't it? It's genius is what that is. But he's, yeah. I remember his commentary on the first Bruno Tyson one when Bruno, give he gave Tyson a fucking donger, didn't he? Yeah, early on, and Harry, I was like, he go on, Frank, go on, Frank. He was like, Harry Carpenter was losing his shit, wasn't he? Yeah, he apologized after. He was like, don't apologize, you fucking idiot. Everyone losing, was saying losing that. My, losing my shit, I was. I fucking, I thought, I thought, I was like, I was like, I was a small child, and like, I was my dad and my granddad were both like, sort of, you do realize that Bruno's gonna get fucking hammered here, don't you? And I was sort of thinking, I like, know this will be like Rocky. It will look like he's about to get fucking done over and then he'll fucking there'll be then he'll fucking and he, and he never but there was a bit there when he with like fucking oh he fucking planted one right on him he did it's a haymaker wasn't it yeah so they got him right, got him right on the end of the fucking snoot with it and made him bleed his own blood if I recall correctly yeah and the first he was the first box and it hurt Tyson wasn't he well, not really. Tony Tucker. No, Tony Tucker hurt him. I mean, it's, uh, I think that was the first, it was the first, I think, when his veneer of invincibility started to, to drop a little bit. Yeah. Was when, when Bruno hit him in that first round. Because well, he proper fucking, what he proper fucking wobbled him. Yeah, and then he gave him a fucking bum wipe to remember back, didn't he? Yeah. Well, not like it. We got that was that second the rematch. That was a bum wipe to remember. That, that, that looked. I, I really slowed it. Slowed it down for the documentary. It was like watching a terrifying, horrible lava lamp. It reminded me of when me and me and fucking um, horrible lava lamp. Well, me and me and um, couple of my me and me and Steve Ibert and a couple of other people were like having a fucking smoke of weed round at my flat once in the early 2000s I had a DVD of the best of neighbours and we were like we were stoned to the bone watching Jim Robinson dying of a heart attack in super slow motion and had a kind of air of that about it yeah it wasn't it was it wasn't an easy watch you know he wants fucking Frank I, I mean I, I don't think no nobody wants to see that no they fucking don't you know I don't think I've watched I wouldn't sit. I watched a lot of boxing. I watched a lot of the old boxing. When it comes to fucking Eubanks, the other one, I don't like watching news for some reason. Um, but then I can watch his fight with Watson. I don't, it's 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 mad. I can't watch. I'm not watching. You can watch the, like Tommy Cooper dying's on YouTube. I couldn't watch that either. I couldn't watch. Um, I remember I watched at the time. Eubank Watson and I, I I couldn't watch that again. That fucking twitching that Watson was doing when he was down on the deck and he was like, then my mum just goes, he's probably gonna die. <laughs> yeah, mum, the prophet. I, I, I mean, like, you'll I, think I, I, he'll die, but he never. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a fucking incredible fight. Incredible. So, so the same with McClellan and Ben. I, st I still maintain if those those terrible, terrible things hadn't happened in those fights, they'd be we'd be watching those fights every year because they well, were the, the, the. They know the risks. They do know the risk, but you still don't want it to happen at all. You, you wouldn't want to. You, I mean, Eubank was never the same. Nigel Ben was never the same. And I don't care who fucking. I'll argue with anyone at that point. Eubank was never the same. No, he wasn't. He lost his killer. Of, of, of course, of course, of course, he was. I mean, understandably. Yeah. McClellan anyway, that's not in the end, though, wasn't he? McClellan was what? McClellan was all right in the end, wasn't he? No, no, no. He's in a worse state than um, Watson. Was he? Yeah. I thought he was for a bit, and then he was all right. No, no. He's uh, he's he's still partially blind. Uh, oh. Something like eighty percent deaf. Christ. Yeah. yeah, he's in a really bad way. They had a seen a thing where he meets up with Nigel uh, a, a lot of years later. I'm talking about mid the mid two thousands. What is and, um, he, can't even, he, can't, he can't even see Nigel Ben, and his sister's telling him Nigel's here. He won't and see. And he, he says, uh, is this the man that, um, is this the guy that beat me? And fucking Nigel Ben's gone, mate. He's just like, uh, it's, it's, hard. It's, a hard to, it's a hard thing to watch. Dreadful but, um, business. There was a, there was a fucking Piers, Piers fucking Morgan had Eubank and... Watson on his um, life stories thing, didn't he? Not watching no. that. I'm not watching that, Brick. We've we've done our business more than a bit. Anyway, let's end anyway. this on a lighter note than fucking. Yeah, let's not let's not end this on like boxing tragedies and beers more. Yeah. What's this final chips about? Boxing tragedies. So, what are we gonna? What we, what, what what do you think? Um, My favourite bit, I think one of the funniest bits we ever did was the shitting in a bag. Ah, yes. The tale of how I was shot in a bag for a bit of, for a bit of, a bit of horse play. Yeah. When I, was at, when I was at university at the esteemed... When I was at a seat of higher learning, Forge. Yeah, I, I could not get my head around the fact that you shot into a fucking... I didn't have to carry. I didn't have to carry. It was a, it was a chemist bag. It was a bag that had my um, Ventolin inhaler in it, so it was like a narrow. Bag. You took it out first. You want yeah. to shit on your Ventolin inhaler? Yeah, that, yeah, that would be revolting otherwise. Um, <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. A bit revolting, but yeah, I did. I, I didn't have to carry the. This is all. This is all on. These are all up on the same claim and. Uh, and etc. Which um, so other we won't want to spoiler it, but I did I did I did take a shit in a in a in a pharmacy in a pharmacy bag, and someone else had to carry it. Someone else had to put it on the doorstep. Someone else had to cover it in lighter fluid and set it ablaze. And someone else had to knock on the door and run. I'd, I'd done my bit, the most awkward bit, but I'd done my bit. And we'd seen the film Billy Madison. On, on video cassette and we thought it's all the shit bagging bit in that we thought that's a clever thing to do and it's quite scary doing it in real yeah life. i can imagine 
Would you would do? Would you, would, you, would you do it again for old times' sake? Absolutely not. I didn't realise you. Had to, I didn't realise you were supposed to pick up dog shit. I thought you were supposed to shit in it yourself. Well, you could have just picked up some dog shit. It's looted. It's full of it. I'm not picking up dog shit. That's foul. No, but you're shit in a bag and set fire to it. Yeah, it's my shit. Don't bother me. Must have bothered uh, if I was carrying it, but nah, it wasn't me at all. Shat in the bag. It's, it's quite difficult. You got to be economical with your shit to get it in one of those, one of those things. Oh dear. Anyway, let's not end up talking about talking about shit. Well, no, we're going to end. What we, I think we should, what we should end is we've got what we are. We are. This is the final, the final shovel, the final scrapings. If we open its chips, obviously we're not like. Um, we are not, we're not going to let people. We, I, I originally wanted to let people think for about a month that we just completely fucked it off and that we'd never um, work together again. But it's the, we're actually just doing this is the end of We Hope It's Chips. This is not, however, the end of our um, podcasting together by any means. And we're not going to GB News. Um, we are going to we are going to a new po- we're going to a new podcast that will be. Um, that we'll begin work on when we're at liberty, when we're unshackled and unfettered from lockdown. But this is the end of We Hope It's Chips, but we will be returning. What are we going to return with, for? We've been talking about this, haven't we? We've had some meetings around and got pulled over, didn't we? Walk around a park. Yeah. Um, yeah. By a copper. What well, wanted to see us. It was us walking around a park. You had your hood up and I had a baseball, an American-style baseball cap on. Yeah, I, uh, they completely us. misjudged it, didn't they, William? Yeah. They're like, oh, are you going to come over? And they're like, fuck me, these guys are in their fucking 40s. And I must have, looked, <laughs> they must have thought we were youths from a distance, youths in the park doing fuck knows what. We were just walking around discussing them, discussing the, um, the will be the next project we're going to do, which um, we're not going to say, I'm not going to spoil it by revealing anything, which means we're not entirely 100% sure ourselves what we're doing, but we're going to be doing something, aren't we? In, uh, yeah. In when we're back into peace time, but at least in between opening and lockdowns four to eight, we'll yeah. <laughs> be doing it. So wash, we're going to wash when the third wave washes up on the shores and and it will be lockdown free. Well, I, I hope, hopefully it won't be. But um, anyway, we're going to be returning with this. So um, it's kind of like goodbye for the time being. Yeah. And it's a temporary thing. It's the end of chips. It's the end of an era. It's what it yeah. is. And we've done several episodes. Of this has been five years uh, a chip. So we just we should do some uh wish like thanks to uh thanks to Barry um from the new inn for and Lindsay. Hostess Lindsay for hostess at the old road. And uh thanks to thanks to Sarah, my lovely wife, for designing the logo and doing all the actual fucking work and actually like recording. The bugger, yeah. not putting it out and editing it and everything. No mean feat with some of the bloody diversions that we take. Um, thanks to uh, Chris Evans from Go Faster Strike for recording the 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 singular video episode of Chips. Actually, no, because there's the other one, and we'd like to th- I'd like to thank Robin Ince for being a guest oh, yeah. with Chips as well. That's going to be. I've talked to Robin. He's fine with us putting that out. So that this that will be like the the final. This is the final chronological chips, but the last one that will be out will be the special for um, 
the Tav Eight special with Robin Ince. We were talking about um, yeah. that was, of course, that was yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was quite a topical one. That um, it was, it was a good one. That was a favourite one of mine, actually. Yeah, that was um, quite good. Though. That was a good one. And uh, sort of thanks to uh, Ben Fortune Price who did the did the jingle that we used uh, we used early doors on. We hope it's chips. Um, thanks to Birdseye and McCain for not taking any legal action against us. Um, well, it's free advertising for him, isn't it? It's free advertising, just incorrect advertising. And most of all, have you got any thanks you want to do to any dedication? Oh, uh, thanks to the listeners for listening to our drivel. Absolutely. Most importantly of all, thank you for tuning in every month, then every year, and then every other year. And then, and then thank you for tuning in. We hope it's chips. We'll be back and we, we will be back with new um with new stuff and we'll just like we'll it'll be on the Facebook page for this. All the chips will remain up. It's not gonna be lost to the mists of time. We'll just leave it up there and so we'll, we'll put a few of them content warnings and get people's backs up on it. Mm. And, um then yeah, so that's the this has recorded this time. Fucking better, uh, <laughs> This has recorded this time. So that was, that was We Opens Chips, that was, and we'll, we'll finish now, and there'll be a choir boy singing a mournful version of the advert thing. You're like, will there be peas on jacket spots? Will there be... Like a dirge. Chips or jacket spots? Will it be... Are you waiting for me to join in? I'm not gonna. <laughs> Will it be? I can't remember any of the fucking stuff now. We used to sing the theme tune, didn't we? We did. Will it yeah. be chips or jackets? Will it be salad or frozen peas? Will it be mushrooms? mushrooms. Fried onion rings. We'll have to wait and say, what do you get your old man to stop him flying into a murderous rage every day? They, oh, it's chips, it's chips. We're gonna lose our shit if it's not chips, it's chips. And get over they go, what's what's for tea? Couscous. Couscous, fennel. 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 There we go. Right, that's that's the last one. Right, that's chips, that was. Anyway, thank you ever so much for listening. Thank you to everyone we thanked, and we'll see you. Don't go giving each other the plague or anything like no, that. Don't like, do that. Wash your hands um, and like wear a mask. Don't like stick your head in a bucket of COVID-infected blood, all the usual precautions. Um, thank you very much for the final time. I've been Will Hodgson. I've been Mark Fortune. See you later, guys. Thanks a Good lot. Good night, everyone. He did a little wave. Did a little wave. <laughs> Here we go. That's it. Right. Right. Bye. Don't worry about it. We'll do it. No, it's recording now. It's come up in the corner. That wasn't there before.